Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! This is Lisa Ryan. And this is Caitlin Menza. And we are Royally Obsessed, the show that covers all things royal and gossip. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group under Royally Obsessed. This week we're going to be talking about um, some really dumb April Fool's jokes. And Ugh. then we're going to be talking about how the Easters, sorry, the Easters, how the Royals spent their Easters. So it begins. <laughs> the Pims is happening. <laughs> and then on Bump Watch, mm-hmm. it continues with Kate Middleton at a grocery store. Of course. And of course, a Markle. Yeah. Always, always a Markle. Like our best friend. And now, and now the now weekly, weekly Royal, Royal Cocktail. Today's royal refreshment is a traditional Pims cup. Yay! I believe it's because we had leftover Pims from last week, <laughs> so possible. we're really excited about this because I love Pims cups. <laughs> and just so you know what goes into it, it is one cup Pims, which is a British alcohol liqueur, liqueur, mm-hmm. and then there's some sparkling lemonade, uh, two cups of it, and then half a peeled orange that's cut up. And I believe that the orange we have was probably a free orange from the office. And it has been beautifully cut up with what looks to be maybe like a plastic knife. For sure. For yeah. sure. It's not the cleanest cut, but we appreciate the effort yes. um, for our royally obsessed producers that and, brought us here. And then there's some ice. Okay. Anything to stay loose for our listeners. But fun facts about the Pim's cups that I'm just pulling out of my butt. Um <laughs> I know that Pippa Middleton is majorly into Pim's cups because, wait, do you think that's two? That seems like two cups. Or one cup. I think that's two cups. It looks like a lot. It's a lot of Pim's. It's just a whole cup. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Pim's cups. Pippa Middleton is super into Pim's cups. Double, oh, double everything we've just been told. Okay, <laughs> cool. So we're mm. doubling everything. I honestly think this is one cup. So. I honestly think we're going to get Pims on the expensive podcast recording equipment. I'm going to try to pour this on top of the orange. Ah, Yeah, so then it just got on the oranges. (laughs) Anyway, so my fun fact is that Pippa's super into it. And I remember when she was covering stuff for Vanity Fair, I think she talked about how much she loves Wimbledon, because of course she does. And Mm -hmm. I've seen so many pictures of her sitting in the stands with her mom, her sister, her now husband, her very handsome ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and so she was just like, I love Pims. That's basically the point of the story. God, I just, just love To Pims. be an entertainment writer for Vanity Fair, as we are both writers ourselves, it is just a very special thing to know what goes into those celebrity columns where all she has to do is take a phone call from a Vanity Fair editor and say, sure, I like Pims. And then they turn it into a story. Yeah. I mean, That's how the sausage is made, you guys. <laughs> we do. We try to do a lot with a little. 
right now we're trying to do a lot with some old pims from last week. And <laughs> I mean, it's really economical that we saved it, you know. And bodega lemonade. Though, yes. Though it, this is New York, so it's fancy bodega lemonade. It's called Joe's Classic Lemonade. How British. It, it, sure. It has a pickup truck on it, though, I'm, so. I'm really not coordinated, so I don't know how I haven't like, trashed everything right now. You're doing great. Thank you. I used to waitress um, when I first moved to New York at a sports bar in Chelsea. And so I did not pour the drinks, but I saw them being made, <laughs> which I think is good. It's carried you to today. Well, yeah. while this is happening, I'm going to go ahead and take us into our uh, This Week in Royal History because it's a bit of a bummer. So we're going to talk about it and then we're so going to go much. straight into cocktails. <laughs> okay, yeah. So on March 30th, 2002, at 3.15 p.m., Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mum, died peacefully in her sleep at her home in Windsor at the age of 101. I actually remember this quite well because I was on a cruise with my mom and brother at the time, and they made an announcement on the ship. I was 15 or so. Oh, my gosh. They made an announcement? Yes. At Were least that's... Like British waters? I wasn't. I was on a princess cruise, though, so maybe that's why. I would have go, Jack. Can we put all this orange in it? <laughs> put a lot of orange in it. My hands are clean. Smush it around. I trust you. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Um, no. Uh, she was born in 1900 in London, fourth daughter and ninth of 10 children of Claude Bau, Lyon. Um, she was French. Apparently. I have no idea. <laughs> That's brand new information to me as well. Um, mostly how I remember her is as the sassy one on the crown. Yes. Exactly. Just kind of the sassy one in everything. I don't know if that's true, uh, if that was true IRL, but I like it. I, that's the, the image I have of her I, I quite like. Um, and also she's always the, she's the sad wife whose husband dies. Oh, no. Okay. Know. Yeah. Okay. So while we were talking about this very sad <laughs> thing that happened, I put together a cocktail and I'm very proud of it. I am about to stir it. That's not going in there. Oh my nope. gosh, it doesn't fit. The spoon doesn't fit <laughs> the wooden in the spoon jar. does not fit in oh our gosh. muddling jar. Okay, so I have flipped over the spoon. The Ugh. end of the spoon is now there. Don't worry, Caitlin looks like she's gonna die. <laughs> but I love Pim's cups. I get them. It just doesn't like whenever look I see them on a menu. Slosh, so slosh, slosh. We're about to drink this Pim's cup. Mm -hmm. And cheers. Cheers. That's not bad. That's so much better than last week. It's so much better. It actually tastes like iced tea. Yeah. I think it's the lemony, orangey stuff. So we highly recommend mm -hmm. you make a Pim's Cup the exact same way that we did. And that way, oh, we were just past some paper towel because <laughs> everyone can see that we are covered in Pim's. Mm -hmm. Like the true classy podcasters we are. Indeed. So for the April Fool's jokes, ugh. Honestly, I'm over April Fool's. Hate it. I'm over it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I called my dad that day and I said, is your refrigerator running? You better go Aww. catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was truly a genius joke. But other than, other than that, like, April Fool's sucks. So I wasn't aware that this was honestly a tradition because it seems like mostly a British thing. But a lot of British media outlets ran fake stories, which is really rude, especially to your podcasters. I don't appreciate the dry British humor. So one of them, like trusted house sitters, ran 
a story that Harry and Meghan were looking for a house sitter for their cottage while they're on their honeymoon or uh, the mail ran that Prince Harry was spending his bachelor party or stag dough as they call it over there at a spiritual yurt, which is especially cruel because he would do that. I know. I would believe it. (laughs) He's very spiritual. I'm a, I'm a spiritual bulldozer, if you will. Can you imagine the pictures of him partying in Las Vegas, but in a spiritual yurt? I can yes. 100% imagine The that. photoshopping, what have you. Um, one was the world's first ever meme discovered at Royal Albert Hall. My favorite, which also would have been the most heartbreaking one, is win tickets to the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have that's completely not signed up for that. When I saw this on the sheet, I was like, what? Yeah, that's and really messed up. And then I had to up. remind myself that it was under April Fool's. And- I just I hate it. I'm glad it was on a Sunday this year so it could be mostly subsumed by Easter and people didn't try to pull their dumb crap. Mm-hmm. We're a bunch of haters over here. Haters gonna hate. Yeah, April Fool's sucks. It sucks. I'm glad it's over. I'm happy that it's April and we're past it. Yes. Thank God. Yes. Speaking of God, <laughs> he has risen. <laughs> the royals uh, celebrated Easter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is mostly a, a pretty boring little appearance. You know, it's not like Christmas because sometimes, or that just really the one time we got Prince George with his candy cane looking oh my gosh, irritated, yes. which I really liked. Um, and this past Christmas, we also got Meghan Markle's first holiday appearance. So that was special. But Easter isn't really much of anything, um, except that we got a little surprise appearance from Kate Middleton. Yeah, she's supposedly on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And yet she still continues to live her life. Yes. Amazing. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> weird how that happens. <laughs> so um, I guess when your job is just to live your life. Yes, you can still attend church services with your mother or grandmother-in-law. Yeah. When she's the queen. She wore heels again. She looked like she's about to pop. And she wore a little pillbox hat. Yeah. A little matching coat, brown, looking hella pregnant. Super pregnant, but with incredibly thin legs. Of course. It's really a gift. Um, what we didn't get was any uh, Megan or Harry, which is rude. Yeah, they actually very selfishly decided to spend the holiday by themselves. Okay, rude. I mean, <sighs> fine. Like, I, is that something you get to do? Did they do that? I don't know. Like, what did they have to do? Go to an Easter dinner? Go look for eggs? With like, whom? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I think that they are just enjoying some free time before the wedding stuff happens, which I get, Mm -hmm. but I don't like. No. Maybe they were crafting. Do you think she has roped him into like little favors that are some Pinterest or something? Like he's he's dying table runners himself. Yes. And she's definitely doing, um, oh my gosh, what's the word? Seats. Oh, those little escort cards. Yeah. yeah. Like with the with her calligraphy. hundred percent. Yes. And I bet they have a bunch of mason jars that they're mm-hmm. filling with like little who's it's and what's that's and yes. they're gonna hang it around um St. George's. Is it St. Yes. George's? Yes, yeah. exactly. It's gonna be all over the place. And, okay, so fine. I forgive them for not giving us yeah. any Easter appearances because they were obviously prepping for the wedding by doing crafts. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. We did get um one of the uh, Prince Andrew daughters wore something cute. Yes, it was Eugenie. Mm-hmm. I personally liked um, Beatrice's outfit. It was, it was like, which one wore the Oscar de la Renta? The, was that was the that, black one? Yeah, yeah, that was Eugenie, and everyone was thinking it was so great because it was black with like these 
really pretty paint splotchy mm-hmm. type things towards the bottom. And it was mm-hmm. quite chic, but I liked what um, Beatrice wore. It was white. Oh my gosh. I work for a fashion publication, but I cannot <laughs> describe things in a fashion way. It was a dress mm-hmm. and it was um, a little boho chic oh. while also being conservative. Interesting. I thought that it was a little like out of character for a royal, but I loved it. Okay. And well, now we'll have to look. Yes. Maybe. So everyone go look up Eugenie and Beatrice's outfit. Yes. And maybe one of my fashion colleagues at thecut.com can listen to this and <laughs> tell me how call, to. Call in. <laughs> tell us describe it. what she was wearing. Um, yeah. But it was cute. And you know what? I like that those two can continue to step out of the shadows of William and Harry and have their own little moment wear their own little cute stuff. Yeah, definitely. And then, you know what? So we did see Kate at the Easter service, but mm-hmm. you wonder where else we saw her? Where? At the grocery store. <gasps> I love this. The most important thing to happen to us in arguably <laughs> years. <laughs> the most important thing the world has ever heard. Is that we saw, uh, t- to quote the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. heavily pregnant, busy mom, the Duchess of Cambridge. Oh, yeah, that one. At Waitrose. Is mm-hmm. that how you pronounce it? Waitrose or is it Watrose? I think... Waitrose? Waitrose, which is a grocery store in the UK. And she was loading up her own Range Rover with her shopping. Love that Kate drives a Range Rover. So it sounds super basic, but I'm obsessed with the photos from this. Not that I think that people should be following Kate Middleton around when she's just trying to buy Annie Ann's mac and cheese boxes. But I really liked the pictures because she just looks so normal. Still super adorable. Still definitely had a blowout, like wavy, perfectly wavy hair. But like just normal black pants and a peach coat that I don't think we've ever seen before this. I'm staring at the pictures and you can't even see what she got because she brought her own bags, which is so good for the environment. So I have no idea what she purchased. And so... She doesn't have anything just in the cart. She, like, begs everything right away, which I'm sure she learned from because I remember when she was living in Anglesey. Mm-hmm. In, that's how you pronounce it, right? I think Anglesey. so. Anglesey. Yeah, in Wales. Mm-hmm. Right after the wedding, she was photographed and, like, everyone was looking at what she bought. And so mm-hmm. she's a pro. She knows just put it in the bag. Yeah. So, yeah, she brought reusable bags into the grocery stores that they're already yes. in the cart. And so she's just putting the food right in there so nobody can see from the outside what she's buying, which also makes me a little sad that people are watching that closely. I mean, I am. (laughs) But I am. We are the ones who are doing that, so I really get it. And she's looking really intently into a bag in this one picture where she's in front of what looks to be shampoo Mm -hmm. or cans of tuna, (laughs) maybe. (laughs) There's no way to know. Um, And you see a sign that says delicatessen. Ugh. Oh my God, it's so, so normal. Cute. Remember, they're just normal people like you and me. My favorite part of the whole story, aside from the fact that she just looks normal and cute, and also you can't see, even see her belly in either of these pictures because, of course, she's Kate Middleton, so you can't tell she's pregnant. Even when she's standing on the side, even in profile view, you can't tell. Um, my favorite thing about the whole story is that, as the Daily Mail reported it, someone said hello to her, and Kate is claimed to have said Hi, hello to the woman. That is how the journalist reported it. That's no shade on the journalist. Uh, we support our, you know, compatriots in this <laughs> industry. But I just love that that's how it had to be stated because they couldn't confirm that Kate Middleton says hello when someone says hello to her. So it is claimed that she said hello. Yes, the woman said, "I was in. I was just in waitress doing a bit of shopping." I just went round the corner of the aisle and I saw her. I said to my husband, that looks like Kate Middleton. He said, it's not. 
And I said, it is. <laughs> That's the direct quote. Uh, I love this interview. But I've thought so much about how she said hi, hello. Was she like, you know, in a rush kind of loading things up like, oh, hi, hello. Or was she more just like, uh, leave me alone, like, hi, hello. Or no. was she just kind of enjoying her life like, hi, hello. I, you know, leaving. maybe in a nice, polite, warm way, but also a shutdown. Hi, hello. You know, just, okay, we're done here. Go away. Yeah, please let me continue picking out graham crackers. She's like, I'm on maternity leave. I'm on maternity leave. I no longer have to speak to the public. I want to tell you an unfortunate aspect of the week, which is, of course, that Prince Philip is not doing great. He's so old. He's so old. And he, you know, I feel like there have been rumors that he's getting close for a while. But, I mean, he's 96, which means he's been getting close for 20 to 30 years. So I feel like it's always like a little bizarre of the speculation. Mm -hmm. But um, he dropped out of an event unexpectedly last week. And he wasn't at Easter, I don't think, right? And then he had hip surgery scheduled for tomorrow. And he went in a day early. You know, I just think... Like, instead of being sad about his broken hip or sad about the fact that things are getting a bit rough, we just need to celebrate the fact that he's lived for so long. Good for him for keeping on living and... Showing up. Yeah. And so he's going to take that broken hip, get a new one probably, Mm -hmm. and get a walker. He might last another 10 years, honestly. Yeah. So I hope that he will just take a rest the rest of this week with his hip surgery and get back to health so that he can make an appearance at the royal wedding and to see baby number three and all the other things going on this year. He should be there for Eugenie's wedding as well. Yeah. It's his granddaughter too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... we forget sometimes that like other ones exist, but <laughs> you know. they do. And they're all related to him as well. So let him be there. I've really spent a lot of time lately like doing these old image searches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's why I, I brought up uh, Prince Harry's Vegas days. Vegas! Yeah. I just looked at the Daily Mail article of that the other day. Oh, it's a winner. It's, it's, a, it's iconic, if you will. Especially because he's wearing a man necklace. I forgot about that. He's wearing his man necklace. He's surrounded by beautiful women. Sometimes he's, like, whispering in their ears. He's in, like, a hot tub, living his life, and now he's engaged to this wonderful actress humanitarian. Yeah. Who... Has been getting some, weird, uh, I don't know if it's bad, but kind of like shady press lately mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot of books have been coming out about mm-hmm. her. As People, you know. considering they announced their engagement in late November, the books are really coming out quickly. There's so many. <laughs> it's so impressive. Many. People are talking about the fact that she liked Princess Diana when she was young. First of all, who didn't? So of yeah. course the book and the, the resulting headlines were that Meghan Markle is a, quote, social climber who wants to be Princess Diana 2.0. First of all, that it's just so cat, like so catty and nasty. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a blind Meghan Markle supporter. I am a blind Meghan Markle supporter. But she walks on water. She walks on water. Her hair is perfect. I love her. But anybody who married into the royal family would be considered a social climber. Hello. I mean, no one is at their standing. So, of course... Anybody who marries them is a social climber. And second of all, is it so wrong to want to be Princess Diana 2.0? No. She was a wonderful humanitarian mm-hmm. beloved by all of humanity except for her in-laws. Like, why wouldn't someone want to be Princess Diana 
Yes. And also, Megan was 16 when she died. Mm-hmm. Of course, she must have worshipped her. I was yeah. I was a lot younger than that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how old I was. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Time doesn't matter. But I still remember where I was when I found out she died. Yeah. I remember crying at her funeral. Like, I didn't know Princess Diana, but she was she was this big figure in all of our yeah. lives. And, you know, it was before everyone had the internet. It was before I could go on justjared.com and see mm-hmm. every single picture of Thank Justin God. Bieber and his Lamborghini. <laughs> and so, like, she was on the cover of every People magazine. She was on the cover of everything. Everyone just followed her around. And she did all these wonderful things, like mm-hmm. walking in a minefield mm-hmm. without like, complete protection. Yeah. And, Holding uh, babies with HIV. Yeah, yeah, she was remarkable. So... I think it's pretty shitty. Am I allowed to say shitty? (laughs) (laughs) Mommy said a bad word. Just the one shitty. (laughs) Sorry, kids. Shitty's the only word. Don't don't say that at home. Don't tell your mom. I didn't say it. I said Smitty. Anyway, unfortunate. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty unfortunate that people are criticizing her for potentially liking Princess Diana when she was sixteen years old because everybody did and wanting to be like her, which means wanting to help charities and bring attention to lesser known causes Mm -hmm. and if that's something to be criticized for my god it's like wanting to be a better wanting to be an angel like is that a bad thing and I think one of the quotes from uh Andrew Morton's book and oh by the way the book we're referencing right now is written by Andrew Morton who wrote a biography about Princess Diana in the 90s that was later revealed to contain um, all this information he was fed by Diana. So, like, Diana oh. pretended she wasn't involved in the book, but she was very involved. She sent him, like, hours upon hours of tapes. It is it is so fascinating. Wow. So he really knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Like the so Meghan like, Markle biography. I don't know who he talked to, but, like, mm-hmm. I kind of think he's more legit than yeah. maybe others. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't framed this in negative ways. No, yeah. He's saying, like, when she... Um, liked or when she worshipped Princess Diana, she didn't like her because she was a fancy princess. She liked mm-hmm. her for being a humanitarian. Yeah. So even he's like, she's great, but I don't know. People who call her a social climber, I don't know. I feel like we're all kind of social climbers. Like yes. to make it in journalism, you you like want to go to the titles that you're interested yeah. in. To make it in life, you like generally want to work at places that you're interested in. Yeah. I mean, it's America, so we're all social climbing by definition. That's the American dream. Mm-hmm. But in this case, again, anybody who interacts with the royals usually gets some sort of um, reputation as like a leech or a social climber. But who else are they going to talk to? They have to talk to some normal humans, you know? Yeah. And I also think this is just one of those, I think it's a bit of a smear or like slur even to call her a social climber because to me, it just smacks of like, she's American, she's an actress, she's half black. Like, yeah. I just feel like there's a bit of that whenever you say that she's a social climber. Yeah, like she Nonsense. she met Prince Harry through a mutual friend. It's not like she, uh, you know, set out to go meet Princess Diana's son. Yeah. And, and also, even if you want to like uh, be a, pr- like marry a prince, you're mm-hmm. not going to just fall in love. I, I don't know. It just all sounds a little bit too convoluted. And I think Megan is a beautiful genius, like the <laughs> Albert Einstein of our time, probably. She probably is very good at math, I would assume. You're a genius. Absolutely. But I don't think she's that calculating. No. Like she's Well, first of all, were that we all so calculating that we succeeded <laughs> in getting Prince Harry to fall in love with us. I know. I mean, if I could have set my, like, my mind on that, 
and accomplished it out of just manifestation of the secret and Pinterest boards. <laughs> like I write all the books you want because I wouldn't care. I'd be so pleased. So like I'm sure I'm I'm upset, but I'm sure Meghan Markle's laughing her way into a roast chicken with Harry as we speak. And a Pim's cup. And into a Pim's cup. We are continuing on with the ice is melted, but the the flavor continues. Yeah, and we have like half a jar left. I honestly want to drink it all. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I, you know, I don't have much else going on. No. Nope. I'm just like gonna go home and watch some of the Americans on <laughs> Amazon Prime, which I have been watching like crazy lately and now I have a lot of thoughts on the KGB. Interesting. I guess that's for a different podcast but just (laughs) if anyone wants to know what my brain currently looks like it's like half Meghan Markle half KGB can't trust anybody. I'd watch that crossover TV show for sure. I want to write about it. (laughs) If someone wants to hire me to write about that let me know. Well we have some happier Meghan Markle news mostly the kind of like truly truly girly stuff Mm -hmm. that we as women have been on many an email chain with our married, our our engaged friends about um, flowers, the headpiece she's going to wear, and her bridal party. So which of those feels important to start with? I think the bridal party. Okay. Because I see all these people asking if Kate Middleton's going to be in the bridal party. Mm -hmm. Obviously, she's not. No. Like, they are in-laws. I think they're friendly. Mm -hmm. I think that they probably have a close bond because they're in similar situations, but... Megan's a 36-year-old woman. She's mm-hmm. an adult. She has friends. Yeah. And, like, Kate has her own life. They're different. It seems like they bring each other baked goods. Mm. That's what I read. And yeah. they seem to wear similar British hats to British events. They both love navy suede pumps. Yes. So, because they were swapping mm-hmm. uh, some royal fashion tips. But I don't think that they're, like, that close. No. I'm sure Kate will be there fresh after like popping out a baby. Well, to me, that's the most important thing. First of all, I think the stories like are very, oh, they're right. Like they're rivals again, which I hate. But secondly, yeah, she will have given birth like two days before basically, like let her wear a muumuu. The fact that she's even going to go to the wedding says a lot because I've never had a baby, but I have friends who've had babies. Mm -hmm. It sounds painful. Yeah. It doesn't sound great. And as we know, she's not going to have any drugs. No. So she's going to feel all that. Yeah. And she basically just deserves to, like, go on vacation after that. But instead, she has to mother the baby. Yeah, and she'll be, like, nursing every two hours. Like, she's not going to be comfortable. Aren't we breastfeeding? At that wedding. And, I mean, being having the life that she has, she'll have to wake up at dawn both to feed the baby and to get her hair blown out. (laughs) You know, like that's like she'll have to do the whole beautification process. She'll have to sit for portraits still probably that day. While nursing. Yeah, Kate Middleton will have to be a beautiful Madonna painting holding her. I don't actually don't think the baby's going to make an appearance. I think she will go to the church and then she'll skip the rest. But um, George and Charlotte are going to be in the wedding. That to me is the most important. Everyone focuses on whether or not Kate Middleton will be a bridesmaid. What I want to know is what George and Charlotte will be wearing. Yes. Their pictures from Pippa Middleton's wedding, the highlight so of Pippa Middleton's wedding. Yeah. They had so many feelings. George cried at one point, mm. not out of emotions. I think he was mad because he wanted rage. to play, <laughs> yeah. you know. And I think Charlotte like sat on the ground. Yes. And there's pictures of Kate scolding them. Yeah. So I'm really excited for that. But for her, oh, also, um, I heard that one of the kids that's also going to be mm-hmm. a flower girl, in addition to Charlotte, is going to be 
Ivy Mulrooney, who is four years old and the daughter of Megan's best friend, who is rumored to be her matron of honor and her secret wedding planner, Jessica Mulrooney, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Lisa's secret obsession. Obsessed. I'm so obsessed with her. So <laughs> I'm from Toronto, but I left Toronto when I was young. Well, my family did. I didn't run away. We all <laughs> we moved as like a Fled collective to family to a, from a house to a different house. But anyway, I I follow Jessica Mulroney on Instagram, and Jessica is like Toronto royalty. She's mm-hmm. married to Ben Mulroney, who is the son of Brian Mulroney, who is the former prime minister of Canada. Uh, ben is on E Talk, which is like the E Entertainment mm-hmm. Television of Canada, and Jessica is a stylist. She does so much stuff with weddings, and I follow her on Instagram. And her Instagram stories are like one of the most important things in my life. (laughs) She's always putting stories up of her kids, Ivy, who's four, and then Mm -hmm. her two twin boys who are like eight or seven or something like that. And Mm -hmm. Brian and John. And and then they just have like this cute family in this gorgeous house, the house that Harry and Meghan supposedly hid out in after their relationship was released. And she's always working out. She's always going to wedding shoots. She puts on so much makeup. She wears really fancy clothes. And she's always just posing. And I love her. But she's apparently going to be the matron of honor. And that's really exciting to me. Yeah. I mean, it means she'll be wearing one of those. I mean, one of those white sort of dresses. I don't know if that's just the uniform. I think of it as like the Pip Middleton dress. Yeah, like the butt dress. The what? Mm -hmm. The butt dress. I mean, I don't know. I don't think she would do that. But Can they wear other stuff? I'm really not sure because it seems like people, like the little kids wear white or off-white and then the bridesmaids wore white. It's weird. I don't really know. I know there's a ton of kids involved in these weddings. Honestly, to me, that's just the most important part. I actually just remembered, of course, my all-time favorite royal baby who never gets enough attention, which is Mia Tyndall. Ooh. I love Mia Tyndall. Why do you love her? I want to know more about that. So that's Zara Phillips's... uh, oldest daughter Zara Phillips is pregnant again um or I guess she's Zara Tyndall now so the oldest of Queen Elizabeth's grandchildren she's old like slightly older than Prince William I think um she's pregnant with her second child um and she doesn't have a royal title because her mom Anne was it mm -hmm. her mom's Anne and she married Captain Phillips Mm -hmm. and so she didn't get to pass on the titles to her kids. Yes. And then her daughter married a rugby player, like a hot, smashed nose <laughs> rugby player who just says what he wants to the press. Sometimes, like, he's talked about, he's like, oh, yeah, I like suits. <laughs> so he's just watching Meghan Markle's TV show. But their daughter is super cute. She's a little bit older than George. She's just so sassy and cute. And in if you can think back to, I want to say, the Royal Jubilee year, uh, the Queen's Royal Jubilee, when uh, she sat for portraits, the Queen sat for portraits for, I think, with Annie Leibovitz. And oh, she, my gosh, yes. And she posed with all of her grandchildren or great-grandchildren, all the littlest ones. And Mia Tyndall held her purse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's Mia. It's like the blonde. And she held the little purse, the little top, like, strap oh, no. of the purse. I get blinders on. I just look at George and <laughs> Charlotte, and I don't see anybody else. I understand I that. I have so many memories of that picture, but yes. I have no memories of any kid that is She's not George or one. Charlotte. 
She's the one. And she's just so cute and so low-key. She's often at that um, the polo match that William goes to every year where we always see George, like, running on the grassy knoll. Oh, she's often that at that. I don't know if you read The Fug Girls, who I adore. I do read them. The Royal We is <laughs> the royal a very is amazing. addicting book. So The Fug Girls, when they write about Prince Charlotte, Princess Charlotte, um, well, they think of Prince George. When they write in his voice, he's very fussy and irritated by all of this. Uh Princess Charlotte is a budding scientist. So whenever that's that's how they see her. So whenever she makes an appearance, she's just like, can I get back to my mobiles and I have to solve, you know, I'm cracking an atom open. And just like, I love that image of her being a little tiny scientist and very serious. And I just, I love those kids. So I'm excited to see her pulled away from her science experiments for one morning and attending Meghan Markle's wedding can you imagine her in like a little kid scientist uniform with yeah, her beakers and the beakers oh. little safety goggles so I really like that image of her it's great all right so now for our royal highs and lows of the weeks um weeks I can't even talk all of the weeks I had like half a pim's cup and now I'm <laughs> slurring my words and I just want to drink more of the pim's cups or like take it home with me that's allowed yeah, but um, anyway, so my high is definitely the fact that I get to talk about Jessica Mulrooney, <laughs> who I Instagram stalk mm-hmm. and who, like, I'm available for friendship, Jessica. <laughs> so, you know, I go to Toronto for holidays and also other times. My high is, of course, Kate Middleton at, you know, 45 weeks pregnant going to the grocery store and then loading up her Range Rover like she lives in North Jersey. I just... Ugh, and my low is, of course, Prince Philip not doing so hot. Um, mm. How about you? My low is definitely the April Fool's jokes because Ugh. they were dumb. We've survived another year of April Fool's, you guys. Yes. As we adjourn the Royal Pod, make sure to follow us at Royally Obsessed Podcast on Instagram and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me at Lisa Raya, that's like Lisa Ryan, but without an N, on Twitter. And you can read my writing at The Cut. And you can follow me, Caitlin, at Hey K Men's K M E N Z on Twitter and Instagram. And see more of my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. Till next week, God save the pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you enjoyed the podcast, do give us the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.